0: is from Scottston This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast. Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly. Scottsdale is very quiet this week, as the players are taking advantage of a gap in fixtures to take a well-needed break from rugby. However, the club have been busy, and today we announced the re-signing of Ali Price on a two-year contract extension up until the end of the 2021-2022 season. I sat down with Ali ahead of our game against Sale to talk about his re-signing, what the club means to him and the upcoming Six Nations campaign. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. So Ali, today we're announcing that you've extended your contract until 2022, another two years. Congratulations. How does it feel to be staying at the club?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm very happy. Um, This club has given me a lot now, I think. Oh as I sit here now I've been here for six seasons um and you know it's it's I call it home now it's where I've where I've spent my whole career effectively and um yeah to be back for another another two years uh, up in Scotland um yeah I'm I'm very happy
0: And you say it's home now is Glasgow home for you now too
1: Yeah um my mum and dad have moved up um, to Troon, where my where my grandparents live and so you know that 's thirty minutes down the road uh glasgow 's a city i love you know've been been around here now long enough I i i know know quite a lot about the place and um yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn 't change that um yeah i i'm i 'm incredibly happy i enjoy the city i 've got i 've got good uh good friends around me um So, yeah, I'm looking forward to to the next two years. This is
0: now your third contract extension with the club. So what does the club mean to you? and What does a Glasgow jersey mean to you?
1: It means a lot. I I think, um, you know, sometimes you might see it uh, when I'm on the field in terms of decisions going our way. If we've got a bit of momentum in matches, scoring tries, um, you know, just the excitement and... um, I don't know just the just the the sort of buzz that you get um from the supporters it's it's brilliant and it's something you, you you don't you don't get often in life and I've been very fortunate enough to to be in this environment for a while now so yeah it's 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 something I find I think is very hard to find you get boys that come in to the club that within a few months say what a great, what a great environment it is. Like in terms of the squad, how how everyone gets on, and um, how we try and put what goes on in training, and how we all how we all work together onto the field, and we and we all play for each other. And I, I do feel that's quite rare to find. Um, not that I've been to many clubs, but I do, I do find that the majority of boys come here and say that, and um, I think that makes it. Uh, it makes it easy to to kind of commit for another couple of years when the sort of foundations that you've that you've been sort of on top of for the last few years is is so firm and um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty special club I think
0: you touched on it there a little bit kind of about how we're very welcoming and when I do a lot of these interviews I hear a lot of people talk about the culture just even outside of the club how it's really social and kind of welcoming there's lots of kind of the guys do lots of stuff outside of rugby whether it's coffee club whether it's going and having brunch on days off stuff like that is that something as well that was kind of took into consideration when you you signed
1: yeah definitely I mean like I said tight-knit group of group of boys and I think the city itself helps helps with that it's um, there's enough going on, but at the same time, it's it's small. It's still quite a personal, personal city. You know, got a lot of boys in the same area of of the city, and um, I think off the field, it makes it easier to to do these things: go for coffees, go for dinner, um, or whatever. And that just builds relationships. You know, it's not just the um, it's not just a working relationship when you when you're in at work or in at training or or playing. It's you know, we're, we're friends and, and good friends off the field as well, uh, which I think all it all contributes to getting the best out of us uh, come, come the weekend when there's games.
0: And then you've been named McRae Financial Services Player of the Season two years now. The last one happening at the end of last season, the 2018-2019 season. Was the support from the fans a factor, again, in you resigning and staying at Glasgow?
1: Oh Yeah, the fans are brilliant and, and the growth since i turned up when i was 20 to to now is is incredible and um, you know the support that they give us coming to away games coming to italy france we've always got a pocket of fans somewhere in the, in the ground and um, you know we 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 obviously go out there and and play cuz we enjoy it but we also do it because we you know we want to make we want to make them proud and we want to give them a team that they they want to support and I, I feel like we do that um, you know we're, we're a tough we're a tough squad in terms of we 'll we'll battle for everything and um i'd like to think that the the fans enjoy seeing that side of us um I think the one I won last year um meant the most to me purely because the year before I battled a bit and you know i've not i've not just gone like that i've i've uh, i've had my ups and downs as most players do and sometimes it's quite tough but i think to get the recognition last year after the tough year I had before. Um, yeah, it meant a lot to me. Um, you know, I, I try and feed off, off the supporters as, as much as I can when I'm playing. Um, you know, I try and mix with them as much as I can on social media, off the field. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a family club and we're all in this together. Um, so, yeah, I'm very grateful for the, for the support.
0: You kind of talked there a little bit about battling. Obviously, there's a kind of an ongoing battle, non-stop battle between you and George for the nine jersey. Uh, you've said before that that's something that you actually really enjoy, and it helps you both kind of become better. Uh, is that something that kind of was in your mind when you were sitting looking at resigning? Obviously, with your both yourself and George being named in the Scotland squad, competing in a week in, week out, one of you starting, the next one's on the bench.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's something that I'd look for, regardless of what club I was at. Now, I feel. Um, in time gone past, I've got complacent, and I've spoke about this. I've spoke about this a lot in previous in the previous couple of years, um, getting too comfortable and taking things for granted. And I'll never do it again. Um, and I think you know, George. George is well. We're, like you said, we're, we're going game for game at the moment, and um, he's a brilliant player. He, he brings a lot of strengths to the team, and I feel like you know, if I, if I want to be starting, if I want to be playing in games, then I've got to match him or, or play my own game and do better, you know, so um, that only drives me to continue to want to get better and improve. Um, I think it's good for the both of us. Um, I think it's good for the club. Um, so yeah, that's something That's something I'd look for now, uh, knowing what I have and the experience I have of the position I put myself in. Uh, it's something I'd definitely look for, you know, I you. I don't think any player would be telling the truth if they said they wanted to go somewhere where they were just just given, given the role. You know, you, you want to fight, right? It, ma- it makes you better. And um, with George being here, it, it's, it's certainly driving me to be a better player.
0: And two years ago, when you sat down with Jack and had this last kind of conversation about your two year extension, he asked you about your goals and one of those, you said one of those goals would be to win the, win the Pro 14 final and be competing in Europe. Last season, we got to the Pro Fourteen final and we were in the quarterfinals of Europe. Do you feel like there's kind of some unfinished business here as well?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've still not, I've still not won it, so I'd love to, I'd love to push on in in the in the league, especially. You know, hopefully by the end of this season, we can put our, put ourselves in a position where we're, we're challenging at, at the knockout stages again. Um, if we go on the run like we went on at the end of last season, you know, that's definitely achievable. Um, and again, Europe, for for a squad of our size and and um, you know being an underdog effectively, uh, I feel like we punch well above our weight uh, in some of these matches. You know, winning away against big teams in France uh, and England. Um, you know, it's making the knockout stages, being the being one of the best eight teams in Europe's um, a bloody good achievement. So, um, you know, in the next couple of years with with Danny coming in and and uh, more names being added to the squad, it's it's definitely somewhere that we aspire to be. and It's like what we've said a few times, um, you've know, come up against the eventual winners in the knockout stages the last couple of years, which obviously is is tough, but once you make that, that last eight and you're in the quarter-finals on your day, any, anything can happen, right? And then you're only two games away. Um, but yeah, you, you, you wouldn't be at a club if you didn't aspire to, to win things and. Um, Glasgow's got it there, we just need to put it all together I feel and, and, and it will come.
0: And you mentioned Danny there. Did you speak to him at all before putting pen to paper?
1: Yeah, I met Danny when he um started obviously being the, the forward coach at, at Scotland and um I've spoke to him quite a bit uh, in the last couple of months. Um obviously since I found out he was gonna be head coach. Um, get on with him really well. Um yeah, he's a he's a he's a nice guy and um an area that i want to work on and improve on is, is is sort of my my leadership now within the group as as a guy that's got a few games behind me and um you know we've spoke quite a lot about about that side of things and um how how the club's going to move forward and know so i'm i'm excited i think change change is always a good thing um and you know he's he's not in yet but he's uh he's been pretty close with the the boys here already in terms of phone calls and letting people know what's going on. So, um, no, it's exciting.
0: So you're also speaking to us uh, off the back of being named in your fourth successive Six Nations squad. How good is it to continue to build on that part of your rugby journey?
1: Oh, it's incredibly special. I mean, uh, we all know and see how quickly uh, these opportunities can get taken away from you. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'm very excited. Post World Cup, there's there's obviously been a few changes and it's a bit of a fresher squad um, that's coming together, so it's exciting um, uh, to see to see how we go. Um, and yeah, it's, it's always special. Six Nations is a special tournament, and um, we've had some brilliant days uh, and some not so good days. But um, in terms of being involved in that, yeah, um, looking forward to it
0: and you're one of only two players in the Six Nations squad who played some part in every one of Gregor Townsend's series how does that stat make you yeah. feel
1: um, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um it's pretty cool i didn't i didn't know that uh i think in terms of being fairly injury free i think that obviously plays a factor in that uh and something you know I've tried to be as consistent as I can be with my performances over the last few years, and okay, sometimes you don't have a game where you you've done anything special necessarily, but trying to trying to minimise games where I've had a negative effect on the match. Um, that's something I think you learn, and I learnt the hard way a, a couple of years ago. And again, my focus from that moment on was to just find some consistency and. Um I think when I look at some of the best players in my position in the world um, which is where I aspire to be it's consistency of performance is key it's going out there and executing your basics um, you know and sometimes sometimes the game isn 't for a nine to to do anything special, but if I do my job and and the team goes well because of that, um you know that 's the kind of performance level I want to get at, regardless of. Uh, the opposition and regardless of um, whether I do anything special uh, I've done my job to a high level Um, and yeah hopefully hopefully that's um, that keeps me in the mix um, both at Glasgow and at Scotland because or even at Glasgow now the the competition's pretty strong so you know you, you have to be consistent in your performances.
0: So the Scotland camp as well, you kind of touched on it there, talking about staying injury free and setting goals. The Scotland camp will be your first one coming back from injury, obviously, that you had at the World Cup. What are your kind of goals for the campaign? How is the foot?
1: Um, yeah, the foot's been really good, actually, since I came back. It was, so it was about two months the, since the screw got put in. Um, and then since then, I've, I've been, been feeling good um, in terms of the tournament coming up. Um, obviously, I want to get as much game time as I can. Uh, starts uh, with a couple of weeks before the Ireland match in training. You know, try and uh, put my best foot forward for that. Uh, but obviously, I'll, um, I I want to yeah I want to try and get as many minutes on the field as I can do and uh, go as well as I can.
0: Cool. And then looking ahead to the rest of the season for Glasgow Warriors, have you guys set out any goals? Uh,
1: yeah, obviously in terms of the league, um, you know, we need to make top three and and make it to the knockouts. Uh, which is is achievable. Um, you know, we've got a strong squad and regardless of who's playing I feel like we can we can get ourselves back into that sort of second, third spot. Leinster are obviously going incredibly well. Um but in terms of uh making the knockouts that's hundred percent the goal and um you know if we have to go away to a, a Munster or wherever um in a quarter or or the semi final then, you know, we go there. To, to win and, and try and make the final. Obviously, that's the, that's the ambition. Cheers, Ali. Thanks, mate. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow
0: Warriors official podcast. On this week's episode, we also speak to Ratu Tungive and Kyle Stein about their inclusion in the wider Scotland trading squad ahead of this year's Six Nations.
2: The latest from Scottston Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.
0: So, Kyle, when we spoke when you re-signed, you said one of your goals was to play for Scotland. That's you now being named in your second wider training squad. How does it feel to be named?
2: Uh, Yeah, it feels pretty good. I was pretty relieved yesterday um, when I got told. I suppose it's one step closer. It doesn't mean that we'll get to put the jersey on, but certainly exciting that you get to have another crack at it.
0: You mentioned you found out yesterday. How did you find out?
2: Uh, Gregor phoned me, uh, which made me quite nervous, actually, because normally if you get a phone call, it means you haven't made it. So I was stressing a little bit, but uh, yeah, when he told me I was in, then... Like I said, pretty relieved.
0: And what are you looking to get out um, of oh, it?
2: A cap would be good. Um, that's obviously the goal. So, again, just go in and give it a crack. Uh, we've got a trip to Spain, so maybe even some sun. Ratu, you've been named in the wider trading squad for Scotland. How does it feel to be named? Uh, mate, I'm excited. Eh? Uh, huge opportunity ahead. and you know, um, It's a dream come true, I guess, for anyone um, to, to be involved in these, uh, these squads. So, yeah, pretty excited about it.
0: And then how did you find out?
2: Um, it was actually quite early, I think, a lot uh, earlier than uh, Gregor gives the boys heads up on. Um, it was the day after the Edinburgh away game, so uh, we obviously just lost over there at the capital and then um, on the way, we stayed through the night and then on the way back home, um, had a missed call, uh, didn't recognise <laughs> the number, so, uh, a bit, uh, yeah, unsure, so I called him back um, and yeah, just gave me the news there, so uh, yeah, it was pretty emotional after, you know, speaking to him um, and yeah, just excited, like I said
0: and what are you
2: looking to get out of being part of the squad um, look uh, just you know learning from the boys you know that's uh, there and you know um, putting myself you know forward as well um, seeing what I can bring to the inter- international stage so you know uh, if and when that opportunity comes around um, you know I'm excited to uh, you know express myself so yeah pretty buzz this is warriors weekly
0: That's all from Warriors Weekly this week. Tickets are on sale for our February home games against Zebrae and Dragons. Why not spend Valentine's Day with the Warriors and watch the team take on Zebrae on Friday the 14th of February with kickoff at 7.35pm. Tickets are available from GlasgowWarriors.org. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast.